ask you a question. Did you know that in this vast digital world, finding the right niche can be uh, the key to unlocking incredible success? You see, whether you are starting a online venture or looking to expand your existing adventure, business, Understanding how to identify and dominate a niche market is essential. I mean, you have to, you really have to sit back and you have to think about it. Like, if you can get in your niche market and generally dominate it, like, become the authority, make them come to you, you could. It, it essentially like be the breakout business, digital business, home homepreneur is what I like to call it. You can generally go from broke to boss. Like you could generally be zero to seven figures in no time. I mean, so you have to think about that. So if you are ready, I mean, like, so you're getting ready to explore the strategies, the challenges, and the triumphs of a niche market entrepreneurship, right? Like, understanding the niche market could be the difference between you being broke or the difference between you being the boss. Like, Understanding the niche market is the difference between you being able to travel the world at any given time. The difference in the niche market for you is you taking back your financial freedom and you taking back all the time you've given up. See, we 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 talk about being the ones from the nine to five kickers wanting to kick that grind. But the, the problem is, is we just haven't figured out the true meaning of how to kick that nine to five. To be that home-based entrepreneur, to be that zero to seven-figure entrepreneur, to be from broke the boss. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome. Welcome back to season number two. Like, this is the first episode of season number two. Now, I know it sounds a little crazy because I I, I abruptly shut down season number one. And I did that because of I was trying to be supportive of what was going on in the industry with the writers. Uh, I don't use writers, but I just, you know, I felt like at that time, it was my time to take my digital world and be supportive, you know, show support. And then after I started seeing uh, everyone starting to make moves, it, it was time for me to get back into it. So I want to welcome you back to the 9 to 5 Kickers podcast the Kickers Corner. I am your host, Mr. Anthony Porter. And today we are going to take a deep dive, a deep look. I mean, we are going to explore 
niche markets. Those unique segments of a digital landscape where businesses, I'm telling you, listen to me, businesses truly thrive. Like you have to understand being in a niche market is very, very, very profitable. It's very, very, very uh, satisfact satisfact satisfactoring. I think I said that right. If I didn't, I'm sorry. But you have to see what what you know where we where a niche market can separate you from everyone else, all your other competitors. You have to understand that once you separate yourself, you become that authority figure. Once you become that authority figure. You become the boss, okay? But before we dive in, we want to take a quick look back at the other episodes where we explore before we get into our digital entrepreneur journey. We basically, in season one, we talked about the business intelligence. We talked about the uh, customer intelligence. We talked about the competitive intelligence. Those were some of the things that were very important to us because we wanted to get that out there. I'm like, I know the the initial uh, season didn't start the way we wanted it to start. As we sat back and we pondered when we took our little, you know, mini break over here at the nine to five kickers, but we wanted to take a look and see. We wanted to see and get some insight on things that could help in the long run. So you you have to understand you don't don't worry about don't worry about the here and now. See when you when you when you are uh, when you are doing your searching, when you are looking for your starting your digital business, when you are looking to be that uh go-to person and in searching in these niche markets, you have to be able to understand Passion can get you into a place, but sometimes passion don't take you everywhere. All right. So just think about this. We want you to understand that a niche market is so important to you. And we're going to break down some of the insights of a niche market. We're going to give you some examples of how you get to the point. Now, like in every episode from last season, got to do us two things before we even go any farther. Number one, follow us on our platforms. I want to say this in the beginning because a lot of people will miss this. Follow us on our platforms. Follow us on your favorite streaming platform. Okay, let's start there. Number two, grab you a pen and a piece of paper because some of the knowledge and information we are going to kick in this this particular episode of exploring your niche markets, identifying your niche market. We want you to basically know, write down, because see. Action speaks louder than words. So if you're going to take action and you want to be successful, jot jot down the words that we're speaking and then take the actions that's needed to be taken for you to be successful. Okay. So if you're ready to get started, 
we're ready to get started. And I know if I'm ready to get started, we're going to get this thing popping. All right. Here at the 9 to 5 Kickers, we want to welcome you to the Kickers Corner. Again, I am your host, Mr. Anthony Porter. Let's ride with this. Boom. Let's roll. learning experience in season number one but we're gonna keep this thing going because we got the information for the education that you need and we want to get it out there all right and trust us we are not the ones over here at the nine to five kickers who are just talking talking and talking see we're not the ones who follow the shiny object syndrome we're not riding around in rented lamborghinis and i'm not saying people are doing that we're not doing that, okay? What we are doing is, is we're living a lifestyle that we can afford and we are building and scaling our businesses over here at the 9 to 5 Kickers. Now, before we go any further, we want to demystify the art of identifying a profitable niche. So when you talk about niches, you got to talk about the niche markets. See, niche markets are just not about finding a small audience, okay? It's not what it's about. They're about finding the right audience, okay? So if you're a barber, if you're a landscaper, if you're a plumber, if you're a dentist, if you're a chiropractor, you're a construction worker who has their own business, you're a hairdresser, public speaker, notary public, like myself, a podcast host and a digital business entrepreneur. Finding the right audience is proven to be the way that you need to go. So you have to, let me tell you a quick story. So you have to understand this. When you're finding the right audience, the audience that you're looking for, see, there's three, three main niches, okay? You have health and wealth, I mean, health and beauty, wealth, and relationships. Health and beauty, that's one. You have wealth, which is make money online, and then you have relationships. Now, most people will tell you, most of the gurus, I'm not a guru. I'm not a guru. What I've done is I've studied. And, and and I've I have several mentors, and, and the one thing you got to understand: there's nothing wrong with having a mentor. There's nothing wrong with getting a course. There's nothing wrong with paying for a little more knowledge. The biggest problem is is some of these copycat, cookie cutter gurus. You you might pay for something that you might not fully understand and then there's nobody there to help okay when we ask you to do something because we're not telling you we want to build a relationship we want you to understand 
If you have any questions, you feel free to email me. And I will get the answer if I don't know the answer. But most of the time that 99% of the time, if I'm talking about it, I've already researched and gotten the answer. Okay. So niche markets, again, niche markets, though, it's, listen to me, through extensive research and understanding, entrepreneurs can discover, I'm telling you, listen, you can truly discover untapped opportunities within your niche. And I know somebody sitting back saying, well, well, well Anthony, how, how, how do we go about doing that? Okay. I'll give you this analogy. The best way for me to break it down is to break it down like this. Let's say I'm in the health and beauty, but I'm choosing the, the health portion of it because see, this one has two different ones. So I'm in the health and beauty, right? Being in the health and beauty, you, you have to look at the fact that you have sub-niches, all right? So get your piece of paper, all right? Make you a big circle. Inside that circle, right, whatever niche you're choosing. So I'm choosing the health and beauty niche. So I'm going to put health and beauty, right? So after I choose the health and beauty niche, then I have to figure out, well, that's a broad, array of everything that we can strictly talk about like health and beauty man that's so much like you got makeup you got hair uh products you got facial creams you got skincare uh you have uh and this is just the beauty you got lip gloss and you got uh, uh botox and you got understand what i'm saying there's a lot to go on with inside that niche right okay so but then over on the the health side, you got to think about it. You got weight loss. You got weightlifting. You got outdoor activities. You got sports, and we got to dig deep. So we're going we're going to dig deep. So what I'm saying is, is, I'm choosing the health niche, right? So after I choose the health niche, guess what else I'm going to do? I'm going to dig deep. I'm going to go into a sub niche. So your circle, take and write down your sub niche. All right, so you got, let's say you, you chose, I chose health. Now we're going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to choose uh, outdoor activity. All right, so now I got another circle. Now I need to go and pick, I want to pick three to five uh, in the outdoor niche. All right, so again, you're in a, you, the head dome, the head domain, Lord Jesus, excuse me. The head sub niche, the head niche is health and beauty, but my sub niche is outdoors okay now i gotta get somewhere what we're doing is we're breaking it down we're breaking it down to the very last compound see how it sounds a little unrational shout out to krs1 uh but you, you have to understand this you have to realize that when you get into that sub niche okay the sub niche basically is outdoors right taking a step further now being in an outdoor activity, let's say we're going to pick three to five, right? So we can pick baseball, football, uh, fishing, hunting, which is outdoors. It's, you know, it's a niche. And then uh, we said three to five. We got four. Uh, let, let's go hiking. All right. Now, 
I would eliminate these because I would I would go through the process of elimination. Because for one, I know nothing too much about fishing. That's gone. All right. Out of here. Now, I know nothing about hunting. I leave that to my homeboys, uh, Brian Hess and Steve Stewart. Those guys, they do the hunting, uh, Bud Chester and uh, Will Phillips. He goes out with them. and I know nothing about that. I know nothing about hunting. All right. I tease uh, my buddy Steve all the time. I'm like, hey, man, you know, he he he, he gets into it where he's like, yeah, you know, got to um, clean up the rifle. And, you know, he tells me that the guns, he's the guy that I would go to to ask about the firearms that you use when you're going out here hunting. And I started teasing because, see, I didn't realize that here's where it becomes funny because we're talking about hunting and I don't know nothing about hunting. But what I can tell you is, is within that sub niche of hunting, there's the weaponry. Because you have to understand there are two different seasons in hunting. I didn't know that until I started talking to these guys. They have gun season and bow season. Shout out to Austin Duvall because he taught me about bow season. So I started making the running joke like, yeah, man, I got my crossbow 885. There ain't no such thing. I'm making stuff up, man, because... It's not that I'm trying to fit in. That's their world. I'm not in their world. Their world is they go hunting. My world is I know sports. So I have to eliminate that. But if I ever wanted to conspire with them and have them teach a course on how to do the right thing for beginner hunters, there it is. Plain as day. All right. So now. We're going to go over here to sports. So we've eliminated hunting. We've eliminated fishing. Outdoors things that I don't do. All right. But there's hiking. Well, I ain't did too much hiking since Boy Scouts. So we're going to eliminate that. So let's talk baseball and football. All right. Now we can talk that. But the one sport that I know the most is football. Oh, I know baseball, but I know football better. So we're just going to go ahead and go there. So now we're in the football, right? We're in the sub-niche of football. We're in the sub-sub-niche now because you have the niche, health and beauty. You have the sub-niche, outdoors. So the sub-sub-niche is football. Now, if we want to talk football, I mean, there's a there's a, a array of how you can get into this. And it can be a profitable niche because, see, you want to tap in not to smaller niches, but niches that can truly help and make or break you. So think about this. If we're talking football, what about football? Do not most people don't understand. I'm not saying people don't understand football. What I'm saying is, is if I was going to break it down and decide I want to do a master class on football, you could do a master class on football. You might get a couple hundred couple thousand people but what if you decided to go deeper and do a master class or even do a course do some videos on positions so now remember i hope you got your i hope you i hope you took took heed to what i said it's very important that you take heed to what i'm saying with your pen and your piece of paper your sub niche is outdoors your main niche up here at the top 
in your little circle, health and beauty. Then you have your sub-niche. Your sub-niche is now outdoors. Your sub-sub-niche is whatever you choose it to be. I chose football, okay? So your sub-niche really could be whatever you choose for it to be. Your main niche is definitely what you choose for it to be. It could be health and beauty. It could be wealth. It could be relationships. But you have to dig deep because, see, even when you're doing the sub-sub-niche, that's football, right? I can go to sub-sub-sub-sub-niche now because I can go by and we're going to teach offense. We're going to teach defense. We're going to teach special teams. Oh, wait a minute. Are we going to teach position groups? Are we going to teach this, 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 this? So let's say I choose to, to uh, that I want to choose defense. So now I can write a course or do a master class on how to run. And now we're going into another sub-niche, the 425 defense. Or I can get with the defensive coordinator and ask him, hey, 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 Mr. Edmonds, uh, can you, uh, would you like to do a course and, you know, possibly this is behind the scenes, possibly make a little bit of money and we'll walk through how we do the three, three, five stack in high school football. So what we've done is, is we went to the sub niche from the main niche to the sub niche to the sub sub niche to the sub, sub, sub niche. And then we're going to take it another step forward because once you determine what you want to do with, the say you choose the 425, which is something I know, and the 335 is which Now, now you've got to the point where, oh, we've done this. We're well, teaching defense. Now I got to walk through and I got to teach everything about this defense and i trust trust me you're talking about teaching fundamentals schemes stunts coverages reads everything pre-snap read so remember you want to break it down to where you get to the very 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 bare bones the bare bones of your sub 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 niche all right so let's talk about that. Like, you know, you want to be profitable, but you want to get to a niche that a broad niche is going to be hard to saturate it. But when you start breaking it down and you start breaking it down into like, you know, the elements, the fractions, the compact, now you done got to a point where everybody can be interested because guess what? You are sitting here in a niche, sub niche. Sub sub niche, sub 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 niche, and making everything a lot smoother for everyone. So, when it comes to identifying profitable niches, it's all about insight. It's all about you know precision. Successful entrepreneurs don't stumble across their niches; they are meticulously researched. Analyzed market research. We look for market trends. Can you imagine the world where the products and services? I mean, can you really sit back and imagine the world where the products and services are exactly what the audience desires? I mean, think about that. Can you really imagine a world where everything is that perfect? It's not. So, with it not being that perfect, 
you have to go and dig in and, and deliver. Deliver what you feel like, okay? What you truly feel like is the sub-niche that could help you out, all right? So, and remember, that's the magic in niche markets. So, here's what you got to do. An effective strategy is to dive into keyword research. So there are tools out there you can use to search keywords, all right? Keywords are digital breadcrumbs. These digital breadcrumbs lead us to the people are searching for, well, you know, what people are searching for online. All right, so these digital breadcrumbs, these keywords, long tail, short tail, they lead us to what the people are searching for online. So Google Keyword Planner is one of them. Uh, SEM, SEM Rush is another one. All right. Pick your niche. Do your sub-niche. Find out what the people are asking for online. And when you find out what the people are asking for online, that's the first step in picking and identifying a profitable niche. All right. That's the first step. So let's take a break. I went a little longer than I wanted to. Let's take a break. And, you know, everybody get your little sip of water. Get your little, you know, whatever you're going to do. And we're going to come back with another segment. And when we come back with this other segment, we are going to get right down deep into it. And I mean, we are going to talk about everything that from you know we talked about the profitable niches but we're gonna talk about how to get into them all right y'all stay tuned All right, y'all, we are back. We are back. I had to get my notes together. I'm so sorry it took me so long. We are back. So look, check this out. We still are talking about identifying a profitable niche, right? This is the niche market. So let's talk about we, you know, when you start when people start to when you start to understand what people are looking for in your niche market, right? When you start to understand what they are looking for, it becomes very easy for you to tell or make your content. To tell make your your course and tell make your product. All right. So the one thing that you know the burning question is is how do you know if your niche is truly profitable? Well, it's not just about the demand, it's also about the competition. See, if you look around, so let's take Quick story. I started out. I started out doing affiliate marketing. All right. But I really started out doing music, selling beats online. And when I started selling beats online, you know, everybody kept saying, oh, I saturated, man. But, you know, you try, I tried to get into Beat Stars, didn't work. Beat Stars, everybody's in there. 
But I'm not knocking these styles. It's just for me, it didn't work. Somebody else might go over and be successful. Okay. Like I said, somebody else might go be successful. So what I had to do was, is I, I had to think like, you know, the whole thing of was is when back in the day, me and my homeboy, we used to do music. We used to make, we made an album. It's called, we was called the Spliff. The album was called Classy Thugs. Check it out. It's on Amazon music, you know, Apple music everywhere. I listen to it all the time. The biggest thing is though, all right, the biggest thing is, or the biggest thing was, is we didn't understand marketing. We didn't understand the business. So when I got into wanting to do music and make beats on my, for myself online and sell them and all of this and all that, I still didn't understand marketing. What happened was, and I will be candid about this, what happened was, is Jay, knew, Jay had all the analog stuff. But, you know, when you invest your money, you don't want nobody messing with your stuff. All right. So I had to figure it out. So I had a whole boy I was working with. He gave me the pirated copy, the pirated copy of uh, FL Studio. Back then, we called it Fruity Loops. It was the easiest thing to process. It was the easiest thing to use. So I got my hands on that. I learned how to start making beats. I started understanding the, the counts, the four counts, the uh, four on the floors, the 16 bars, and all of this and all of that. I mean, I knew about bars because I was writing. But what I didn't know was, I didn't know how to structure a song. I didn't know how to build up the excitement in a song. I didn't know none of that. All right. So once I finally learned it and I discovered the niche that I truly wanted to be in wasn't music. Because, see, I want a course. And that course helped me understand marketing. But the marketing aspect of trying to understand it introduced me to a whole nother world called affiliate marketing. And I started seeing people making a ton of money doing affiliate marketing. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's for me. That's but I didn't have a system. I didn't do my research. I just wanted to make money at the time. So 2020 hits. I'm still trying to understand affiliate marketing, okay? Little did I know, and this goes right back into what I'm saying. Analyzing the competition within a niche can reveal gaps and opportunities. So I didn't understand, like, I see people talking about doing affiliate marketing. I see people talking about doing these side jobs and doing these side hustles and doing this and doing that. But nobody tells you exactly how to sign up for these companies. Nobody tells you exactly how to uh, position yourself the right way. Nobody tells you none of that. So again, again, the gurus will tell you to do this to do that, but they don't tell you exactly how to get into it. So like everybody tells you to start out with ClickBank, and ClickBank is great. Then there's Digi Digi Store Twenty Four. All of these are great, but then there's Impact, and but they're not telling you that some of them you have to have a large audience or you got to have a small audience. See, what I'm saying is, is you have to do the analyzation. You have to analyze your market. You have to analyze your competition. Like for me, my competition in affiliate marketing was like people like Jonathan Montoya, Spencer Meacham. Uh, these guys, these guys are affiliate marketers. And they, basically, they really wasn't my competition because I learned a lot by watching them. 
all right? But when it comes to selling music online, you're talking about uh, Cash Money AP, and you're talking about uh, Gabe Schilling from Legion Beats and Anno Domini. See, I, these are, that's my competition. I know I can make beats, but I got to analyze my competition. So in my niche market, like, so again, I go back to football. When I go back to football, I got to analyze, like, who's teaching football online? Like, who's doing this and who's doing that? Because it, no, analyze your competition, all right? And make sure, like, you have to know tools like Moz can help you access the strength of your competitors' online presence. And I mean, what you're doing is like, see, Russell, let me tell you something. Russell Brunson has this thing called funnel hacking. I call mine business hacking because, see, I want to know what my competitors are doing. Once I know, and see, that goes back to goes back to the first sec, first episode, first season, not the first episode, but the first season. Competitive. I needed to know the competitive edge. I needed to know what the you know what's my competition. You know competition strategies. I need to know what they're doing so I know how to tweak it over here. All right. So if you think about it, so we go share some real life examples of identifying a profitable niche. You know, let's meet. Let's meet so called. Uh. Tim Beckham, all right? Now, he's a rising superstar in the world of affiliate marketing. But what he likes to promote, and this is how he promotes it, because, see, affiliate marketing is where you go and you promote somebody else's product and get a small commission. But let's say Tim is killing it because, see, Tim is promoting eco-friendly products. He's not selling. He don't have nothing to sell. He has no inventory. He has no skills. He has nothing. All he's doing is promoting it on his platform. So whether it's Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, he's promoting these he's promoting these products, these eco-friendly products on his platform. He has a link put in, and this link will allow people to click on it. When they click on it, all he has to do is get you to click on the link. Once you click on the link, then it goes somewhere else and it's their job to get you to buy their product, right? So when he conducted a thorough search, a market research, so he could understand who the eco-concessions consumer base was, he's finding out who his digital, his, you know, his advertised Dream 100, his dream customers, where they located, what they do, and all of this, okay? So this is what, this is what Tim did. Okay? So he established, excuse me, he established his business name, Tim's Eco-Friendly Online Marketing. Now he has the thriving online business because when people know that Tim's online, you know, eco-friendly marketing, he's basically telling them he's an online marketer who's pushing eco-friendly products. I'll say it again. Tim's business name is Tim's Eco-Friendly Online Marketing. He basically told you 
who he is and what he what he's promoting. That's it. Plain and simple. So he chose a niche of make money online. But he dove deep into that niche to find out how he was going to make money online. And then he went a tad bit deeper. And when he went a tad bit deeper, he basically told people, I'm doing eco-friendly, I'm promoting eco-friendly products. Once you analyze the market and see what's out there, what people are asking for, if it's in your niche, you're perfectly good to go. You perfect. That's how we identify niche markets. That's how we identify profitable niche markets. Okay. I know you like, oh my God, that was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. But even though it was a lot, man, I'm telling you, you have to be, you, you have to be, you have to understand. So I just want to say that, that I mean, that's, that's basically how we do it over at the nine to five kickers. Before we jump into any venture, we do keyword research. We want to know, is this what the people really want? And if this is what they want, like, you got to think about this. All right, real quick, you got to think about this. Every year, January 1st, news resolutions, December 31st, news resolutions is always, always resolutions made to where, guess what? I'm going to lose weight. And every January 1st, you will find a thousand people in the gym. By February 1st, that thousand is probably down to 350. By March the 1st, there's 25 people in there. Do your research. But around about that time is when most of your health and wealth, I mean, health and beauty, decide they're going to get some wealth because guess what? The keto diet comes out, weight programs come out, software comes out. My Fitness Pal, things like that. People start investing into them. I watch the stock market because I, I want to see what's popping because I want to know who's going up and who's coming down. So, like I said, our exploitation in the niche markets has been remarkable. But like all good things, it has to come to an end. I hope that you found, you know, some type of inspiration and value, valuable insights to kickstart your entrepreneurial journey. Now, your entrepreneurial journey starts with you, an idea, and once you get your idea, you got to go through and pick your sub-niche. I mean, pick your niche and pick your sub-niche and therefore, 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 all right? So, remember, finding the right niche can be a game changer. The right strategies, and we're going to talk about strategies and tactics in the next episode. The right strategies 
you can dominate your niche market and achieve remarkable success. Man, listen, thank you. Do me a favor again. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, the 9 to 5 Kickers podcast. Also, follow us on every streaming platform. Um, That's what we got, man. Season two. I went a little longer, but you needed that information. Giving you that information is more valuable than me worrying about the time frame. All right, man, it's your boy, Mr. Anthony Porter from the 9 to 5 Kickers. We over in the Kickers Corner. We not like Mr. Rogers. We not like Captain Kangaroo. We like them people over who's chilling, watching, learning, and inspiring other entrepreneurs to kick that 9 to 5 grind, start their digital journey, become a seven-figure home-based entrepreneur while your kids are asleep. That's what we do, man. It's your boy. We out of here. Peace. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the 9 to 5 Kickers podcast, hosted by Mr. Anthony Porter. Executive producers for the show are Sincere Strauter, Charlie Strauter, Rhea Cash, and Theory Porter. Sound design and editing done by WaveTech for Beats by WaveTech. The 9 to 5 Kickers podcast is a production of the NTFK Media Group and a member of the Digital Entrepreneurs Network. We'll catch you in the next episode. Peace.